Hey everybody, thank you for listening to The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and this is the second episode of our final chapter. Thank you to everybody who has reviewed us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, and all the other places you can review podcasts. Did you know that each review helps us get discovered by more listeners? So yeah, if you like what we've built over the past four years, and you want to help us spread our reach even further than we already have, dropping us a review is a great way to do that. Just the same as last episode, I am joined in this one by a huge roster of people who have been a part of our story, some for a short while, and some since the very beginning. This episode features Jules Daniel and Josh Kingsford playing their normal roles of Arcus and Trestlespoon, respectively, and also Waffles from the Waffles and Mario Talk About Things podcast playing Drew the Druid, Alex White Robinson playing Fadan the Necromancer, Gerard Papu playing Rad the Fighter, and Adam Wright from Getting Dicey playing Lord Trantus Grifton. There's also a little bit at the end of this featuring Jules Burgesser uh, that explains where Marley went when she stepped out during the last episode. Okay, so what happened last time? Let's recap. The gathered forces of good got to know each other on the eve of the surge in the ancient wellspring of Harrig. In the morning, the evil nobleman Trantus Grifton arrived alongside his powerful demonic patron, the Ziglamel. The Ziglamel gave all the heroes a positive chaos curse, and Marley disappeared into a pocket dimension to have a private moment before the final challenge begins. The heroes were told what to expect in the moments to come, before being given a very important decision. Unfortunately, Crover is not the only threat that faces this world right now. Ancient forgotten creatures have returned from a long imprisonment. Some of these creatures are our allies, as you can see amongst you now. Most are not. They are wreaking havoc all across Ison as we speak. The power of the surge can be used to send these creatures back to their imprisonment, or it can be used to face Crover. But there will not be enough power to do both. Oh. Today, all of you, all the heroes who have gathered in this sacred, ancient place, will decide the fate of Ison. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> and she again gestures to the well, and she's looking quite nervous. Every time she looks at it, you can tell that she's not just using it as like a visual aid, she's actually checking up on it. She's looking at it like trying to gain more information and then she looks back at everyone and says, Time is limited, so you must decide quickly. So here is for all the players who are present to have their say about what do you think is the right thing to do with this this surge that's about to come. Because the way I see it, and you can weigh in to see if you look at it differently as well, is there are three options. One is do what the gods intend, which is let the surge act as a portal for some people to go and kill the god of power. Or let the surge come to the wielders so the wielders can use it to recreate the brute wall and get rid of all the dragons and all the other shit that's like ripping the world apart. Or let the wielders receive the power and just have five extremely powerful people out in the world 
it's really like 2016 was not that long ago it's really hard to vote to build a wall mm. um, but i mean you know that movie was really compelling uh pacific rim <laughs> like i would like us to make giant mech monsters to fight the dragons is that option two I feel like that's what was suggested for option three. <laughs> Five really powerful. That's mech suits, right? Five mega yeah. people. We've already made a tiny mech person. I guess that's one step in the right direction. <laughs> the prototype's not gone. Yeah, there's then. the proof of concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So what would what like what do you think are the right choices to make here? I think I'd be to use the portal. Seems to make the most sense to oh. me. It's the biggest thing. Okay. I mean it's the biggest enemy and it's the most uh black and white decision although the dragons did destroy sharongus's village mm. so maybe that would be playing in its mind a little bit but i think it would still be the go through the portal yeah i don't i'm not as much of a fan of putting back up the brute wall i like the whole let's go kill a god thing because i also feel like um fun ban for opportunity there too potentially mm. Mm-hmm. Does Trantis get a say? Why the hell is Trantis still here? <laughs> why the hell is he here? Can I ask the god why, he, why he's here? I thought she invited good people around, and he's he's mulling around. Psycho murderer man. Most of the people here were invited by the Apple Squadeth. That's true. Except for Rad, who was already here first, and Trantis was yeah. brought here by the Ziglamel. She just wanted to inject a little okay. chaos into our lives to before she yeah, tr- gave us some luck. Trestlespoon raises his hand to the Ziglamel, and uh, he says, "If you invited all nice people here, then why the hell is he here?" Oh my god, dude, you can't raise your hand to the Ziglamel. <laughs> Excuse me, Ziglamel. <laughs> Ziglamel. She says, <laughs> "I have a question." Trestlespoon. I will have you know that Lord Grifton is a very powerful and very valuable ally. Does that answer your question, you foul little turd? This is absolute nonsense. Trestlespoon gets out of Scorpion Tails and points him at Trantis. Kick him into the well. He says, I'm not having I'm not having no vote. I want this dude in the well. I don't trust him. He's betrayed us before. I can't believe you brought him here on the most important day of my, I mean, our li- lives. To the well with this old horrid hat. To be fair, he's been dreaming of this day for a while. It was years ago when he was first told of the surge. And he's just been building it up in his head ever since. So you got to give him his day, yeah. you know? He's been putting on dresses thinking about living this out since (laughs) Trantis would definitely be wanting to go through the portal kill the god of power become the god of power this is this is Trantis's whole purpose his whole existence so that's that's why Trantis is going to do that but uh, Trantis wants to actively prevent three others from going through the well Mm. Trantis wants to do this himself is there any okay. reason why we can't be powerful and go through the well? Um, yeah, if you ask that question, it gets answered with that um, Haydet has calculated that the amount of power that it will take to hold a portal open mm. long enough for you to get in, do what you need to, and get out 
will be like the same amount of power that the surge itself has. But what if we had, what if less people went through? Would it use the same amount of power? They say they don't know, like this has never been done before, Mm. but Mm. they would Mm -hmm. estimate it wouldn't save much power, only sending a few in instead of what they believe they can send four. Mm. But if, if say, Trantis went through and was one, (laughs) could he also go Super Saiyan? Uh, no, he he would probably go in and just have to fight a god one on one. That'd be hard. Trantis mm. <laughs> <laughs> is into it. He wants to. He wants that one on one. One v one. I love Adam like tossing up the the two thumbs up, doing the nods, <laughs> scrunching the face, being really enthusiastic on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex, what do you what do you think? Um. Fadan, Fadan's going to be torn because um, Fadan's, Fadan's a bit of a short-termism sort of guy. He's dealing with the immediate issues in front of him. He's thinking about his long-term as maybe the next winter with regards to making sure that there's um, enough food for the village. He probably should be thinking longer term than that as the, the self-styled Lord of Kerim. So, like, this destroy some ancient evil thing is definitely resonating but he he basically showed up and asked what to fight. Got nothing with regards to an answer of what the hell's going on and why he needs to be there. So he's kind of leaning towards like maybe these like big rampaging monsters being gone is a good thing. Um, maybe maybe let's recreate some kind of brute war, get back to a status quo, so I continue re- continue reinforcing Kerim and making sure that it's safe. Okay, yeah, that's a that's fair. as a player, I want to see the showdown with the big god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as a wizard who's become uh, the the self styled ruler of an undead town, I kind of want to see things you know improve for myself. But as a player, yeah, fucking do the big dumb shit. <laughs> um, Gerard, what do you reckon? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we've fought, fought like the sub boss, and 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 now we would want to fight the boss. But it also, I don't know, feels strange that we can, uh, we feel like we can reliably harness the energy with the wheels that we have. Uh, can't we just do this every thousand years and the problem solved? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we're, I'm on the other side of success here a little bit. Yeah, it has been explained to you that it's sort of becoming increasingly hard to find wielders. And you've yeah. noticed firsthand that Crover has been sending people to kill the wielders because he doesn't want them to receive the surge what mm, what happens what happens yeah. if we like what happens if the god of he's the god of power right yeah what happens yeah. if the god of power doesn't exist anymore what does that mean for the world uh, that question gets met with a resounding we don't, we don't actually, actually know. know there's never there's not been a god, god of power, power. Is this one of those, we need to test the nuclear bomb, even though it might blow up the atmosphere kind of situations? Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Yeah, can we kill one of the smaller gods? <laughs> yeah, is there a god of, um... <laughs> oh, a <fissile> spoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I th- I, 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 to be honest, I think, um, like, uh, uh, Rad would want to just finish the job, whatever he thinks that means, and I think he thinks that means, um, going sending people through the portal to, to murder the murder a god yeah I, I don't think he's especially keen on anointing a bunch of random children uh to be uh the equivalent of uh, tech billionaires thus ruining the world and their lives so yeah i, th- I think it i think he'd want to jump through the portal uh but yeah C- can you also okay. um tap trantis on the shoulder and say hey i think it's open just jump in 
<laughs> give it a hoon, I'm pretty sure. I heard if you go early, you get more power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later, it's just going to be the shit gods of power, and now the real stuff is on the other side. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Waffles, what are your thoughts? You can fight dragons every day. It's not often, if at all, you actually get to fight a god. Why keep kicking this can down the roads when you can deal with it now? Dragons can be dealt with in mortal ways. They are just mortal creatures. Gods are a lot more difficult, Mm. and the opportunity to kill them doesn't often come up, uh, especially gods that have been causing issues. Um, And if the other 11 gods... Mm are pissed off with this one god you know they've done something wrong you, you know it's difficult to get 11 people to agree on anything let alone 11 gods and if 11 gods are all agreeing that hey this guy's trouble we should deal with him i would be inclined to listen to oh, the oh so we're just submitting to cancel culture and now are we do you know follow it's all just plan. a big popularity and, yes. contest just because 12 people that are all reliable <laughs> sources come forward and say that he's a bad guy and we've seen it all ourselves we have to just suddenly decide that he's dead okay look but i would ask though that what would happen if the wielders sent the power back like they didn't let it surge but they sent it back to the realm of power could would that do something like like Krover might be really good at sending out power maybe not so good at receiving it maybe that'll help like what if we didn't have to fight him what if we could fight him like fight power with power yeah that's a great question and you ask that and um the the Taran, the woman uh standing on the well she replies that um yeah she says that's a surprisingly uh surprisingly good question from you uh, <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't expect an imbecile like you to ask that yeah she says something in that vein has never been attempted obviously but i must say that my my father spends eternity absorbing power from all the realms in all directions Perhaps receiving the surge would harm him, or perhaps it would just put him back to the strength he was before he let it out. Well, the way I see it is the theory I run on is that he surges because he's got too much power. And so if the surge comes through that well, if we send the power back through the well so that no more power can come out of it then he's stuck with uh, having absorbed too much power that he can't handle hence the surging but if it's no longer surging then what happens so what you're saying is the sur- it's like the surge is like a freaking surge protector power <laughs> cable thing what if, if we take that away will he like can we overload crover pop yeah Yeah. the the answer that you get is if you send water back up a waterfall it's just going to fall down again you know the analogy when you fight fire with fire the whole world burns does come to mind so it's the world you're dead (laughs) i thought we'd been through this (laughs) she says rad you know me better than any of these people Couldn't you just talk to your dad? Like, have you tried giving him <laughs> oh a hug? God. Believe me, 
I have tried appealing to the once unbiased nature that he had. That is long gone. Um, and while while everyone is discussing their options and all the characters are having little little conversations around this clearing, uh, discussing what they think about the options at hand, um, all of the demons that are there, aside from um, Arcus, uh, they are all taking position around this well. They're all assembling around the perimeter of it and the wielders are as well so all these five people who are destined to receive the power that's going to come out of this they all get gestured to like come come here like it's it's time for this to happen and before long they are all gathered in a tight-knit circle around this well in the center of the clearing and then suddenly there is a violent drop in air pressure and everyone's ears pop, or you can make a con save if you want to determine if your ears pop or not. Yeah, they pop. Yeah, they pop. Yep. Oh yeah, they pop. Uh, they pop a lot. Anyone roll a nat one? <laughs> yes, me. Oh. Oh, nat one's good. <laughs> can someone roll a d100 for me? Uh, yep. Uh, 32. 32. Oh, time rewinds by a second and you take your action again. Roll another con save. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16. Okay, your ears do not pop. <laughs> mm, worth it. Um, yeah, so the air the air pressure just violently drops out of nowhere, and the sky begins to darken, even though it's still you know early morning. And Taran, she just yells at the top of her lungs, "It's happening!" And she says, "We only have minutes." And as soon as she says that, you all die. So, um... Finally! Release! <laughs> well, I've been genuinely expecting this for a long time, and I've made preparations. Yeah, it takes the pressure <laughs> off, you know? you got a well made. <laughs> yeah, I put it at the bottom of that well. Look, <laughs> we're all got a well well. So, Will was her dad? <laughs> no, her dad was well. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha. You know, I looked on the other side of the well, and I still can't see him. Is the general consensus that it's going to be the fight the god option? I feel like we want to fuck up a god. Yep, I vote yep. fight the god. Kill the god. Yep. Is there any other way we can go to that domain that isn't through the well? I guess would be my only other question. Um, there, there was a way yeah. that as of a, a second ago is no longer an option. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to roll to find out if the Kiori that got kicked into the well was the wielder? <laughs> is that a D ten thousand or Roll me a D twenty. If Tim. If, it a, if it was a one, two was... or three, that was the Kiori wielder. Oh, <laughs> that that's... Rat oh that's a lot of possibility. I I regret suggesting this, but I am gonna roll. Ah. It was a seventeen. Okay, it was not. It was Tim. <laughs> it was no, just Tim. It was, it was Tiny Tim. The who ran master. the orphanage. <laughs> he, he did. He gave to yep. the poor. Um, he was actually yep. such a like upstanding member of society. And as as already mentioned, he did have uh, seven seven wives and children. Mm -hmm. um, 
Which is normal. Soul provider. Yeah, 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 they are all yeah, yeah. polyamorous. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stepping back out of like a hole in reality come Zero the knowledge demon with Marley in tow. And a second or two after that, a brown portal and a blue portal open up side by side. And stepping out of the blue one is a humanoid made of like, it looks like they're made of water. They, they kind of look a little bit like Arcus, except instead of mist, it's water. Ah, uh, my liquid form. And they, uh, they're in the shape of like a heavy set human male with a moustache and a trimmed beard. Like, think like Jack Black, uh, but made of water. <laughs> <laughs> and this Jack Blue, <laughs> Jack Blue, uh, and this this hu- water humanoid just yells, "Hey, I'm Douse. Yeah, let's do this." <laughs> and then st- stepping out of the brown portal is a humanoid made of rock, and they look kind of like a muscular human woman with their hair tied back. Think like Luisa Madrigal from uh, Encanto. And mm-hmm. this rock humanoid woman just says, "Name's Dusty. Sup, sup." and then immediately following them like clawing itself up out of the ground like it's it is the dirt coming to life is this like small bird-like creature made of rock and magma uh that arcus will recognize after having met once before in marley too and it just says hello it's me litkites i told you i'll be back i have a final gift for you i kind of want them to have a band Mm. together Like Earth, Wind, and Fire Part Two, but <laughs> but it's magma, water, water yeah, uh, rock. water, rock, and fire, <laughs> and the the rock demon uh, who <laughs> identified rock. itself as Dusty um, just says who Drew has a massive crush on. Okay, so does Goral. Fight, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goral want um, Drew wants <laughs> Jesus. True, like strong um, woman. Uh, yeah, she says, "I'm a demon of order. Brune sent me to merge that life demon, and points at Douse, the water demon, and that power demon, and points at the little bird magma thing, so they can help you do what's needed to maintain balance." And yeah, Douse, the the water one, says. Cashtar was like, hey, history is being made in Iceland right now, and I need you to be there. And I was like, whoa, yeah, let's rock and roll. Indeed, yeah, let's rock and roll, everybody. And then um, the the rock one, Dusty, she starts whirling her, her fingers around in like a circular whirlwind motion. And she just gets faster and faster and faster and then the this magma bird demon thing and the water demon they start to glow uh, so douse is glowing like a bright sapphire blue and the the rock bird uh, called litkites uh, is a searing hot red and douse and litkites they start splitting apart like tearing and stretching and leaking and breaking into fragments as they spin and spin and spin around each other in a whirlwind uh, that becomes like a tornado of rock and water and flame and it slows and settles and you see one creature standing there where there once were two it is a very large bird made of water with glowing red flecks sort of coursing through its body and then dusty just says well my work here is done and then she notices goror across the clearing and she goes oh, oh on uh, <laughs> on second thought uh brune might want me to stick around and then she goes over to goror and the large water bird just yells, Oh yeah, douse kites, baby! And shoots up <laughs> into the ever-darkening sky above the clearing. And the bird gets like 
200, 300 feet up in the sky and just explodes, causing a red and blue rain down on all of you. And it just pours and pours and pours for like 20, 30 seconds nonstop. And everyone in this place just leveled up four levels. Shit. <laughs> I think I, four, le- four whole levels. Oh my gosh. When three Shit. demons come together all over you and then you gain four levels. <laughs> you know. I mean, these things happen. Just, it's the water cycle. <laughs> demons do be doing that. It's perfectly na- it's a perfectly natural part of life. Every Saturday night at the Demon Hub. And then this deafening roar rocks the sky and soaring into view is a truly gargantuan red scale dragon and the taran woman just yells it's my sister and within seconds before anyone really has a chance to react its body just slams to the ground and it bellows your crusade is futile the wielders will die. Move aside, worms. Uh, can I mention that Red cannot be surprised? <laughs> okay, you're not surprised by. <laughs> <laughs> no, when the demons came on me, uh, uh, the, the, the dragon, all of this, I'm like, oh yeah. But can you also not be shocked? <laughs> um, I think technically I'm not impervious to shock. <laughs> that seems pretty shocking. <laughs> Um, there is also then the ground begins to very gently rumble and that rumble increases considerably until it's a full-on tremor and you notice that all around the edge of the forest uh, are hundreds and hundreds of these golden armored sort of insect-like people who are descending on this clearing from all directions um, and sh- the the Taran woman just looks around, and you can tell that she was not expecting this. And so you've got the surge is in the process of happening. This giant dragon has arrived, and an army of golden warriors has arrived as well. The last thing to discuss before we we finish this is so you've been you've decided that you're going to send some people through the portal to face god who's the four that are going to go and who's going to stay to face these two threats you must defend these wielders at all costs yeah i feel like red is already locked in on the dragon okay if the wielders mm-hmm. die the world ends mm. so i guess who are the four that go through who stays to face the dragons and the army i want to go through Trying to go through. I also want to go through. Yeah. I was assuming the squatter. Why does Trannis have to go through? Trannis yeah. doesn't yeah. have to go through, but he will be trying to go through. Oh, the drama. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, the I mean, story wise, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. We could, um, we could be like, yes, let's go with someone else, and then you could pull them out of yeah. the way and shove yourself through. If you wanted to, as Trannis, that would be a cool move. Yeah, so when all this is. <laughs> Like, or coming to a head, everyone has seconds to make a choice. The golden pool suddenly stops being golden and it lights up a bright blue. And then it begins to just shoot straight up in the sky like a pillar, like a solid glowing blue pillar. 
and you can all be 100% certain this is the surge happening. Shoot, the pillar shoots up miles into the sky and then it splits into five large sections and one teeny tiny little thread. <laughs> and those sections all turn downward and shoot violently straight down and each blue thread collides with one of the wielders present like they're just getting solid force barreling into them they just get pounded to the ground and just like scream in agony as they are just getting force-fed power in its rawest form wow and yeah taran yells whatever you're going to do do it now and uh, yeah we'll end there because <laughs> great because why not why not what do you reckon you will do like i know that trandis wants to go and arcus marley and trestle spoon want to go so that could be the four mm. but i mean the four could be squatteth plus fadan or it could be squatteth plus waffles i mean four Drew. <laughs> like Think about it yeah or it could be four Curie. <laughs> we trust you guys Drew is half tempted just to turn himself into a hawk and just like race in ahead of Trances. Oh, Trestle Spoon will be trying to stop Trances from getting through, so I don't know what Trances is going to do. But (laughs) Trestle Spoon's on the lookout; he knows. I I don't want him coming through, but I feel he's going to. I'm supportive, but I don't know what to do. You know, like a like a weird uncle. Mm. Oh, Zef yeah, is you next to you, Arcus, and, and he says, Yeah. <laughs> Arcus, you know the right thing to do. Mm. <laughs> You're so right, Zef. I'm so glad I have you here for important moments like this. <laughs> hey, uh, Arcus, can you, can you ask um, Zef some personal questions? Yeah, Zef, um, you know how when we were in the locker room and we were comparing sizes, do you want to... <laughs> Zeph says, bit before I go. Yeah, Zef says, I don't think now is the time for that. <laughs> you're Troy's right, you're voice. right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I give in to peer pressure easily. <laughs> and, and that's, but, um, oh, we should all, we should all try and do that's the end of the episode. Oh, together. shit. Yeah. It's a fucking uh, malarkey. Okay. All right, three, two, one. That was trippy. That was trippy. <laughs> so the heroes have decided that the best course of action is to defeat Crover. You know, kill a god. Kill a god? That's going to be interesting. A lot just happened in that final moment. An order demon merged a life demon with our old friend Litkites, the power demon, and together they sacrificed themselves to give everybody a huge boost. Oh, and there's a golden insectoid army bearing down on the wielders, and Gillif is back as a gargantuan red dragon. Triple threat time. Who will fight Crover? Who will face the Gamatron Horde? And who will face the persistent menace Gillif?
So Zero does his thing of opening a pocket in reality and he steps through and Marley follows him. And so what you walk into Marley is so you go from being in this clearing where everyone is to suddenly this barren landscape of nothingness. It's not like a plain white infinite expanse like Hades realm. It's like a place that exists, but there's just sort of a brownish purple quality to the air and to the ground it's it's just like you're in a the epitome of like barrenness this is just a place of absolutely no description whatsoever except for like a very faint wind howling through to tell you that oh like oh there is air (laughs) like we're not in nothingness and zero just he doesn't say anything to you he he gives you sort of a because he's just a clockwork body he gives you like a little reassuring pat on the shoulder and then with his other hand he points to the dimension locker key and then he gives like a little solemn nod and then walks away a few steps and sort of turns his back to you as if giving you privacy yeah um and i think probably this is the first time in a while that molly has pulled out the key with some kind of reverence because usually she's frustrated or annoyed or impatient to talk to you know like or to to pull this key out and have a chat um but this is the first time where she's not really sure what she's going to find so it's sort of very oh okay and and pulls it out puts it in the air and turns Yep, so you, yeah, you open it up and you hear Hadeet saying, uh, Hey, Marley, uh, Zero's going to come and grab you in a moment because uh, I've, I've got a, something I want to talk to you about and you probably want to hear it in private. Oh, hey, Marley. Zero clearly already did that. Uh, hi. Uh, you might be wondering where you are right now. It's it's sort of the realm that Zero goes to when he uh, leaves Ison for whatever reason. Oh, oh good. I was worried it was like what was going to be left after we did what we were going to do or something. And, oh, that wouldn't have been good. Oh, no, but that would have been a great poetic metaphor moment for DM Brad to have done. Damn it. No, this is just an expanse. that It's really a, a thoughtless place where a thought demon can have full reign. That makes sense, actually. <laughs> Um, but basically, I, I, I have something uh, to tell you that you probably want to hear without other people around. But uh, f- first, I, I have to thank you and, and all of your allies for all the dedication that you've shown to the cause of, of following the plans that the other gods and I have put together to try and put an end to Krover once and for all. We, we really appreciate all the sacrifices that you've already made and, of course, those that are still to come. And we want to make sure that you know that. Well, I mean, you may be the god of knowledge, hate it, but I I do know what we're about to do, and I know it's the right thing. Yes, that that's why I felt like it was you that we had to talk to about that, at that part at least. I mean, there's no point telling Trestlespoon and Arcus thank you, because they don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> Bless their souls, they try. <laughs> and And they stand by me, and they stand by you. Th- that's enough for me. What I quite like is the fact that uh, I, I, I personally think that them not knowing what the hell's going on is, is even more endearing because it means they're willing to do it even though they don't really know the costs or the benefits or anything. They just know it's right. Yeah. Or fun. I can't really tell with those two. <laughs> Sometimes I do wish I was a little more like them. Hate it. Uh, 
knowing what might happen is 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 a burden. I don't know how you cope with it every day. Well, over eons, you kind of learn what you can and can't tune out, and what you can and can't afford to leave in. But uh, I, I, I guess time is quite short, uh, as you can tell by what's going on out there. Yeah, I don't I don't want to leave them too long. Trisselspoon will get somebody else to touch the well. Yeah, uh, hopefully it's Trantis. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the Ziglamel was going to drop him off. That fuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, all hands at the end are good hands, I guess. She's trying to tell herself that. You know? Isn't that the motto of Trisselspoon's orgy team? Uh, yeah, I believe so, but there's some truth in that, you know, hey there? There's some truth in everything, I guess. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're smiling uh, at this difficult time, and I suppose since time is short, I, I need to get to the point. Um, it's about Hodge. Oh. Well, I, I've been communing with Kashtar and Sorghumul uh, about Hodge at length. And, uh, well, they, they both, and, and I do too, um, believe that Hod, he's a good boy. We all, we all like him, but he is, in both of their eyes, an abomination. And by all natural forces, he should not exist. And the only thing that is keeping him anchored to Ison, to you, is the power of Crover that made him. Oh. And this is an unforeseen price, but to the best of my knowledge, and I suppose all knowledge in that regard, uh, destroying Crover may end up destroying Hodge. And she takes a big breath, you know, like a big moment, and she nods like tears start to stream down her face and she says do I at least get to say goodbye this time would would that be okay uh, I really don't know it depends on how much time there is left from when you leave this pocket you're in right now until the search happens so go make the most of it if you can and I suppose it also depends on if you do succeed in destroying Crover and you live, then how much time it takes for his power to dissipate from the realms. It yeah. might be seconds. It might be years. She Nothing knows. like this has ever been done, so no one knows it. She's like, well, he was always my angel gift. My, the goodest boy. And I know I asked a lot for him to come back it was a lot of love that I had left for him that probably brought him back it's not fair it's not fair for me to ask him to keep going endlessly when he's fought and done his time so if this is to be it then this is to be it and I know Hodge would want this too He's a very valuable ally, and he's a very valuable companion, and I think he would understand, if this is the right thing to be done, that it's what must be done. Could you put in a word with 
Sogamol, maybe to look after him for me. Oh, yeah, she will. Well, if Kashtar lets her, they both kind of want him. <laughs> he well, doesn't belong in Ison, but that doesn't mean he doesn't belong anywhere. If it's okay, I'd like to go. If if I don't get long, I want to go give him more scratches while I can. Absolutely. Uh, I've taken all a lot of your valuable time with this. You need to get back there. Those people in that clearing, they need a leader. And of course, you need to say goodbye to Hodge. Hate it. If, yes? If, if, if I could hug you, I would. Don't, that, you'll die. <laughs> that's why I said if I could. <laughs> I, thank you for always being the voice of reason and help, despite how crazy things got, despite how annoyed at you I was. Thank you for always helping. You're welcome. Uh, here's something that might help. Uh, re reach in and, and, and grab something from the locker. Oh, okay. And she does. She sort of reaches in. Sort of deep. <laughs> you feel a comically large bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. She pulls this giant thing out. And she's like, what, did Jobler give you this? <laughs> Believe it or not, that's something I've had lying around. I was wondering what I could do with it. <laughs> that makes sense. You're a hoot, hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Pertain. She's talking to me. Uh, okay, okay. And she sort of steals herself and wipes her face, much like Jules is doing again. God, I get so emotional on this podcast. It's like I love it or something. Um, And wipes her face and kind of woosahs herself a little bit so that she can walk out of this portal yeah, Zero comes and puts his hand on your shoulder again. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't say anything. He, he just tilts his head slightly as if to ask, like, are you done? Yeah, and I, I, I nod at Zero and I'm like, let's let's go, Maddie. We've got a water fight. Okay, yeah. He, almost like opening a zip on a tent, he opens just this hole, this pocket in nothingness. Yeah. And you can see through it. There's the clearing and all your friends and allies and you see Hodge through it. And ready, and he steps out. Yeah, and I think I think canonically, if we can, Marley just starts sprinting for Hodge. Like they, like others might see her, and Taryn is probably talking, but Marley is sprinting for Hodge. She's paying attention, but she's trying to just get her hands on him to give him a last hug, just in case that's the only time she gets. You know, you you get to wrap your arms around him, and his eyes go cartoonish at the bone. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just as yeah, some demons arrive to um, put on a show. <laughs> yeah, nice. And that's what Marley was doing. No, oh, poor Hajji. Sorry, I, I had a feeling. <laughs> I did have a feeling. <laughs> yes, because Dra yeah, Dreyfer sort of used raw magic and a lot of it yeah. to break the natural rules. And so, like the rule, like there's resurrection magic and stuff but it all filters through Kashtar or Sorghumul yeah. and this was just a straight breaking of like nah fuck it I'm just gonna rebuild a wolf on my own terms Yeah. and the gods are like no <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I had a feeling that something to do with the surge might be the end of me and Hodge. Yeah, I will miss him if that's the case. If whatever happens, happens. D-d-d-double outro. Did you think it was over? Not yet. So, if Marley and the Squadeth succeed, she might lose Hodge? Because if the god of power's magic was used to create the goodest of all good boys, and if there's no god of power, well, it's definitely interesting when things happen that even the god of knowledge can only guess at. And this would not be an outro without thanking our awesome supporters we have over on Patreon. I would like to thank the patrons of The Fate of Ison, who are Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyseth, Cy J. Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Affamata, Sam Malcolm, Kydron Feist, Lauren Flake, Kai Dearlove, Rihanna Kavelchik, Kevin Swift, Ben Edwards, Victoria and Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols, Bachelor Katarina Von Palimpsit, Squished the Guy Who Doesn't Talk on an Audio Podcast, Alexandra Litkeitz, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman, Kevin Carver, Dakota Shemansky, Damien LeBreton, Andrew M., Sharangus from Twizel, Jared from the Indie Film Review, Jamie Phillips, Ezekiel Terraborelli, The Gamatron, Christian H., Dusty from Gamers ADHD, and the newest one to this beautiful group, Player One. It has been a joy to get to know your names. Thank you to all of you for joining the Resistance, chatting with us in the Discord, and giving us the love and support that we need to make this show keep happening. Alright everybody, thank you, that was Chapter 7, Episode 2. We'll be back next time with Episode 3 as we barrel towards the conclusion of our story. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Necropodicon Network. Hey. Huh? You. Me? Yeah, you. Are you tired of watching the same multi-billion dollar films over and over again? I sure am. What if I were to tell you that there are movies out there that you have never seen before but are also entertaining? I would say that I wouldn't believe you because you're all big old fibber. Don't just sit there with your thumb up your butt. Listen to Bad Rad Movies Podcast. Warning, many of these films might not actually be entertaining. In fact, it is all subjective. If you feel like these subjective films are not to your liking, well, then something else because we will not be responsible for anything that might happen to you after you have watched these films. Wow, I better go listen to the podcast right now. That sounds just like me, wow. <laughs> <laughs>